is a great idea. If you can't get Melburnians to come out into the regions during winter, you bring the region, well, the best of its food and wine, to the city to give them a taste of what they're missing. It's the idea of the Yarra Valley and Dandenong Rangers to partner with Crown Resorts in this city and use their evergreen restaurant to showcase the region both for leisure and business visitors. CEO of Yarra Rangers Tourism, Simon O'Kelligan, tells Graham Kemlo other Victorian regions are also looking at the pop-up concept. Good on you in the Yarra Valley and Dandenong Rangers for... Uh thinking of this idea. So who, who came up with this, Simon? Was this uh, one of yours or where did it come from? It's an interesting um, question. So it, it was over a dinner that this uh, concept actually was created. I, I know uh, one of the key um, people at Crown who, who looks after the food and beverage area and uh, we, we were just talking about a potential model where regions could be showcased um, in one of the restaurants at Crown, and he said, "Well, I've got a spare restaurant." Mm-hmm. And uh, and he, add to your point, Evergreen um, was the venue, and uh, we we just started um, progressing that idea over over a number of months. We 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 thought that there could be an interesting way in that um, each of the unique regions of Victoria could potentially have this pop up restaurant at, at Crown. It's a it's a fantastic way to put. Um, for us, the Yarra Valley in front of people of Melbourne, in a in a in a restaurant that really matches our brand as a, as a as a quality food and wine destination, and uh, we also thought it was a fantastic way to to bring a number of our key venues in into some sort of a you know, almost like a professional development um, event, if you like, for their oh. uh, for their um, kitchen and 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 staff to, to cross-pollinate with those of Crown. Right. So who provides the food? Is that that Crown's responsibility? Yeah, so there's been a, a, a work through with the, the venues from our region and Crown. Um, Crown obviously sourcing all of the, uh, the, the things direct into their kitchen, um, but they've, they've been in consultation with our venues who've, who've helped shape the, ven- uh, the menu and helped teach the Crown team around how to prepare and and they're working really as a as a team and collaborative on on bringing that that Yarra Valley to the table. Okay. Now I do see that you've got some winemakers who are um well they're on the release that we received. So Shandon obviously the uh the makers of the fine bubbling water. Um who else? Um Oak Ridge. Uh, yes. We've got Coom Yarra Valley and Tokar Estate Daniel right. so Tokar's for wine uh, makers effectively, so their wines will be served. Yeah, yeah. Each each uh, each dish of the um, the menu's been uh, matched with a wine from their from from that corresponding winery, and they've helped shape that menu as well at the venue. Um, we're we're bringing you know some some that you would probably traditionally see at Crown in Shandon and Oak Ridge, but equally uh, some some newer smaller. Um, venues as well, such as Coomiara Valley and Tokara Estate. Right. So is this something... Now, you're doing this from the 4th, which is from uh, uh, this week. This, this Friday, week, yep. Uh, right through to the 20th. Is, is this like the out-of-town tryout and that you might even do it again later in the year or uh, are you going to stand back and wait for Shepparton to rock in <laughs> with, their, <laughs> with their tomato soup? Uh, look, I think what we're doing is is doing this as a pilot 
scheme. Uh, I right. think we're interested um, in how this can work for the future, how it can work for Crown, how it can work for our region, and then we'll probably sit down and, and make a number of learnings. We're very close all of the regions around Victoria um, and in terms of what, what this might look like for the future in terms of a, of a continued a continued sort of experience, I think. Right. It's, a, it's a great way to... Um, to help work with venues about changing their thoughts about how they cross-promote into Melbourne with Melbourne restaurants. Yeah, well, I've certainly been to functions, uh, Geelong. Uh, I'm going to one at the, at the end of this week uh, um, from uh, Cairns and the Great Barrier Reef are turning up in one of Melbourne's top restaurants to sing the song about the Barrier Reef and uh, the opportunities for business events up in, the, in that part of the world. Now, is this event or this series of dinners, guess, uh, is it aimed at the general public or are you looking also to impact the business events marketplace, which is pretty important to the Yarra Valley, isn't it, meetings and things? Yeah, uh, meetings and conferences, business events. We're a region that boasts quite a number of really quality business event venues. So we do work as a collective under Yarra Valley Business Events, we actually call it, um, to to really promote that destinational conferencing experience um, in in regional Victoria we um, we work year-round on a program like that so I guess the, the relationship with Crown I guess firstly was probably more from the leisure market aspect but we know that by cross-promoting yourself into the, the Melbourne uh, business community as well that you can you can draw a lot of uh, trade and business opportunities out to the region from that and that's really what we're hoping I guess um, for us to go and do a pop-up restaurant in Melbourne is wonderful for the three-week three, three week period that it is, but um, our real um, interest as a regional tourism destination is to, to, to encourage people to come out and visit these venues for themselves, whether it be for leisure or for business. So will you and, be inviting guests to the dinner or are you going to allow the public yeah, to fill the tables? Oh, no, no, we're doing a combination of strategies with Crown. Um, Crown have got their own promotional uh, program obviously a, a big uh, group of subscribers and and databases that they work with um, from from their catchment and then we're promoting also to our 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 own database our own followers and subscribers that we work with here as a tourism destination as are the venues who then have their own unique subscribers and members who are often on wine lists and um, Salador releases and the like as well. Mm. So you've got, uh, is, am I right in suggesting you've got about um, about 10 of these dinners, is that right? That's right. It's Friday, Saturday, Friday, Sunday. Saturday, Sunday for three weeks. That's nine For dinners. three weeks, um, yeah. A number of them are already sold out. Oh, is that right? Um, so it's, uh, it's, it's, it's going well um, and uh, we hope that it'll continue to go well, obviously. Sure, sure. So you stand, I guess, to influence, um, well, I'm not sure what that restaurant holds. I reckon it would probably hold more than 100 people. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a big restaurant. And um, so some of, one of the uh, functions that's sold out is a business event booking already. So right. it, your question is right on point with, with who, who's interested in experiencing some of these types of experiences. Right. And do you, uh, do you get to endure speeches at this uh, dinner or is it all sort of uh, leisure oriented? I mean, I know there's business uh, messages. Is it subliminal, your business message? Yeah. Um, look, the, the menu is um, being 
curated in conjunction with the uh, the four venues and Crown. We'll have ambassadors as a, at each of the dinners from each of those uh, venues, wineries, and I guess they're there to interact with the, the guests of the dinner as much or as little as they like. There'll be um, introductions of each sort of dish um, and then it'll be, you know, for people's enjoyment. Oh, that's, that's fantastic. Have you have any of the other regions snuck a table? It's a bit like the coach from the opposition turning up. Oh, no, we hope so. The outer, we isn't hope it? so. <laughs> we hope so, and we've in, we've encouraged them to do so. I guess, right. like I said, we work uh, as, at a state level at a very collaborative um, level. Business I think you know, Victoria. Yeah, business events Victoria, whether it's the Victorian Tourism Industry Council um, or other um, tourism destinations around the state. State we know. Um, Yes, we're competitors, but we're really allies and we're all allies in, in encouraging people to visit regions. So, um, and, and we need to recognise that, that opportunity to do that collectively. Mm. So just for people who aren't in Melbourne but may be down uh, in that period, um, Yarra Ranges, that's your com- that's a com- compact... That's area. our combined... Yeah, we represent the Yarra Valley and Dandenong Ranges Tourism Region, which is around about an hour from Melbourne CBD. Uh, it, it boasts over 80 different wineries, long held a, a, a very esteemed reputation um, for premium wines across a whole vari- uh, range of varietals. Um, that's matched with uh, some terrific regional produce. Um, but we're really um, uniquely positioned in our uh, nature-based experiences with, uh, with a large variety of national parks, display gardens, um, unique attractions such as Puffing Billy Railway, Hillsville Sanctuary. Um, we've just opened the brand new Chelsea Australian Garden, Garden in Alinda, which was um, uh, developed by Philip Johnson, who was the very first person to win gold at uh, the Chelsea Garden Show. Oh, right. And of course, um, more of more recent times, we're we're well known as being the the uh, the origin of Four Pillars Gin Distillery yes, as well. You are. So, you are so is it, it's very much a day trippers uh, destination. Um, but of course, from your perspective, you'd like people to stay uh, a, uh, a night or two. What's your story? Do you do you sort of say you need three days in the valley, or what? How do you position it? I think what you you're absolutely right. I think with our accessibility makes it a, uh, a formidable day trip region. Our, our day trip visitors um, are some 3.85 million visitors a year compared to our overnights at about 830,000. So right. um, the split is quite different. We, we do have a lot of accommodation available for people. Uh, and I think what we see is that people come here for a day, but they do realise there's more to do uh, in the region than what you can achieve in a day. So uh, from, from, from an actual outcome perspective, you know, the, the visitor spend um, of a day trip is about $119. The, the spend of an overnight visit is about $537. So, um, you know, mm. it's, a, it's a huge difference and, and obviously that's what makes a difference to regional communities and um, we were talking about business events. Business events are a big core aspect about what fills our accommodation properties midweek here. And um, and a lot of our accommodation is actually very well patronised on the weekends in the leisure market. Right. But what we're, we're obviously um, like 
very eager to to build what our midweek story is of 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 things to do for people to come beyond the weekend as well. Right. We think there's a there's a cultural change around changing people's travel behaviours and patterns to experience regions in a midweek period in a leisure capacity. I mean, there's uh, there's a lot of uh, advantage to coming and having the place to yourself and having time to actually talk to talk to the locals and experience things that you just can't do when it's peak time. Yeah, I think that's a very valid point, Simon. Well, congratulations on coming up with this idea, you or your team, whoever. Uh, it's, a, it's a great idea, I think, and uh, the fact that you're not just there the one pop-up night uh, helps because if someone misses out or someone goes and wants to tell a friend, there's an opportunity for them perhaps to still come along. Now, if people want to make bookings for this um how do they go about that do they yeah great they They just go straight to crown and you can search there what's on yarra valley evergreen pop-up and you'll go straight to the booking uh booking site there and you can choose either a 5 30 or an 8 45 uh seating time oh well there's the audience has doubled from what i was thinking so that's uh, right two sittings uh well that's fantastic uh Congratulations. I hope it works so fantastically well that you have to do it again. We do too, and we really appreciate your interest in what we're doing. We'll have a linked book in our show notes. Graham Kemlo there speaking with Simon O'Callaghan of Yarra Rangers Tourism. For more information, go to Yarra Rangers Tourism or one word, dot com dot au. And that's Travel Writers Radio for this week. We'll be back next week at 5pm on Wednesdays, repeated Saturdays from 1pm to 3pm here on J-Air 88FM in Melbourne and also live on the net at j-air.com.au. Our stories are readily available via our website, www.travelwritersradio.com. Travel Writers Radio is a production of Pallet, the professional association of lifestyle and travel writers. So, until next week, it's good night from me, Graham Kemlo. And it's good night from me, Rita Ehrlich. Thanks for listening. Free as the wind, free as the clouds, free as a song when you sing it out loud. There ain't no stopping or slowing down. Let's be wild and free We are the wild We are the free And our fire burns eternally We'll travel far, far as the eyes can see We are the wild and free